Thank you for joining us today at River City Church, a church living in love. If you have a prayer need, would like to speak to a pastor, or have questions about today's message, please email us at info at rivercitysmyrna.com. For more information or to give to the ministries of River City Church, please visit our website at rivercitysmyrna.com. We hope you are encouraged by today's message. God Here's what we're going to do. We're going to flip the script today a little bit, and we're going to take communion every day this week, this, uh, every Sunday this month. So we're going to do, I'm going to ask the worship guys to come back up who's helped me during communion, and we're going to actually take communion right off the bat. But before we do that, one of the things that I shared with you last week is I've never been really big on challenging you into production. So if you hear me asking you to produce more this year, I'm, I'm telling you the wrong things. I'm leading you astray. That's a pitiful example of what it means to be a believer or a follower. But if you, if you hear me pushing you into his presence, then that's a win. And so the only reason we go anywhere is because we want to be there. And we don't typically stay around long in places we don't want to be. And if you don't know the Lord as a loving Savior who pursues you first with love, then it's already off. And it's going to be hard to have any foundation because it starts with him. It's initiated by him. And then you just respond. If it's you doing the work for the Lord... Burnout is coming, and it's coming soon. We'll be, here to, we'll be here to catch you. I don't want that. I'm not speaking that over you. But you have to make a decision to let him pursue you and him tell you who you are first. So as we approach this table today, which we're going to do, we're approaching a Jesus who did it all. Okay, I'm actually going to speak this over here. And Jordan, it's just so awesome when God speaks like confirmations. But as we're praying pre-service, just had this overwhelming picture, and this is exactly what I saw. We were There were people in a desert, and um, specifically one person, I'm not going to say any names, but um, you were like the center point, and we were all dry bones in a desert, and water flooded the desert, and people didn't jump up and start working. People sat up Indian style and were like, like, like responding to what he's doing, but not getting up and working. So today, my prayer is that you would let him love you so well that you can sit up straight and be at peace, not get to work. The second thing I saw is really goofy, but I'm going to share it. 
Uh, there's a wave pool at Whitewater where everybody's in floats and like kids are doing, peeing in the water and we're all in floats and you, it's kind of going too much in this room. I, I, when I was worshiping over there, we were all in the, we we're all at the, who's been in that disgusting pool of nastiness floating around? We were all like sitting, just looking at each other like, hey, how you guys doing? It's so goofy. Um, we can cut that out of the podcast, but for you to know, my prayer today is that you would be at such peace as you start your year that you would let him lead. That he doesn't have to take the reins back from you, that you willingly give them to him. This is a way to say you want to do that. This is a way to say, I'm choosing you over my ability to accomplish things this year. Business owners, husbands, wives, choosing him over your ability in all of those areas will make all of those areas what he wants them to be and what you want them to be. Amen? So please stand with me. I'm going to read this over you. If you need to close your eyes, close your eyes. I'm just speaking this because it's the word, and I believe the word is Jesus. And as much as the word is important, it means it's Jesus. So I believe this is Jesus speaking to you today. So if you need to close your eyes, you can. I read this last week. I'll read it two more times this month. I'm just going to say whatever your name is, like whatever it is. Pretend I just said it. Speaking directly to you. And this is from the Father. In my eyes, you are a brand new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. Sin is no longer your master, for you died to sin and are now alive to me. You are finally free from the slavery of sin and death. There is now no condemnation for you. All your sins are forgiven. All your unrighteousness has been cleansed by the blood of Jesus. You are now righteous in my sight with the very righteousness of my perfect son. You've been saved by grace. You've been justified by faith. You are utterly secure in me. Nothing will be able to separate you from my love in Christ Jesus. No one else is able to snatch you out of my hand, and I will never leave nor forsake you. Just absorb that from the Father that speaks and is interceding at the right hand right now for all of us. That's what he's doing. He is praying for us, teaching us how to intercede. Because he cares more about you than you care about you, and he needs you to understand that. So, God, today we just receive the gift. And as we approach this table, we know that it's more than just a sign. It's more than just an outward sign of inward things. Forgive me for preaching that. It is what you did because it meant something, and it reminds us of why we are on this earth. Jesus. Jesus. Because we can do all things through Christ Jesus has to start in you, be founded in you, be grounded in you, and be for you. In Jesus' name. So as you come in just a moment, there's two places to get communion today. There is gluten-free, there is non-gluten-free or normal. And as you approach, for those who haven't done this before, you can grab a piece of bread, and then you're going to dip the bread into, into the juice, and then you're going to take it right there back at your seat. So let's start like this. You guys and you guys go first, and then you guys can split down the middle when they're done. Father, just bless this time. As we're sitting in this moment, be very present as he is present with us. Be very present in this moment. Thank you, Jesus. You guys and you guys can go.
Amen. I'm sorry. I think our worship's okay. I mean, if you had to ask me, I think, how awesome is our worship? Okay, so um, last year at about this time, we started a thing called Creating Space, and it was like the first month into the first four months. And it was this idea that we wanted to push you into spiritual disciplines, which helps you create a space to be in the presence of God, where true growth happens. So in the streams, um, word worship, prayer, these settings create a space for you to be with your Father. They're not the end. They're, they're an avenue for you to be with the end. Make sense? Um, so we, had, we talked from Psalm 1. It kind of became our scripture for the year. And we decided at the beginning of the year that we weren't going to target fruit. We didn't have this idea, here's the, here's the fruit we're going after this year. We wanted to target pockets of his presence and, and places where people could grow. And our hope was that you would do that. That you, we wouldn't make any decisions in the year. We wouldn't have any big dreams or visions until we met with him and con- consistent, consistently built kind of a, like this. Like these two, like this is it. To start your year. Please look at this if you can't see it. Alita, thanks for setting this up. Um, this will be here. This is, this is to me, this is how your year has to start. If you want to talk about your dreams and your visions, it's great. Dream and vision. Like there's songs about it, right? We're going to attack the world. Super. This has to precede it. If it doesn't, you don't want to be doing what you're doing. You can just scrap it. Come back to this place where you and Abba or father or dad or whatever you call Emmanuel, Yahweh, you and him. You know, that's this beautiful thing that we have that people didn't have is we can actually interact with him. We actually have the ability to interact with him and listen to him and be in his presence. And so so last year we tried to do that and we didn't go after fruit. And the things that God brought that we couldn't have seen are just hilarious. We started Night of Healing Prayer. We started open prayer. We created spaces for people to grow together. Life groups became incredibly healthy. And then the things that we would have probably tried to attack and go after, God brought this beautiful church for us to love well, St. Philip's. God planted us in a community carriage house. God gave us the idea for pots, ways to hear what he's saying and then respond. God did so much in our church last year, so much. If you weren't here at the beginning of last year, it wasn't like it is now. It was beautiful. It was a two-year-old. Now we're a three-year-old. It's... There's definitely the evidence that God has done. And, and so today, like as we start this year in your life, we have the ability to do the, th- the same thing. We can give our lives to him in a way that he does the work and you can be the recipient of his stuff. Or we also have the ability to comp- completely shrivel up and be dead in about six months. And it can, it's our choice. You know, and the passage I'm about to read to you, <clears throat> the passage is spoken to 12 people. Um, it happens in the context of the Last Supper, and there's the disciples, and there's Judas. And so this conversation, it's actually meant to be an encouraging conversation. We read it. I don't know the tone that you hear it in. I think it's important to note the tones that you hear Scripture in, but it's actually meant to be encouraging, and there are people in the room that hear it from actual Jesus that still decide it would just be better to do this my way. And we look back on Judas's life and think, what a moron. How do you not know? Like, but those percentages are probably worse now. One out of 12. Jesus 
speaks to us through whatever means he brings his gospel to us, whether it's a grandmother, a friend, a family, a word, a preaching, a life group. And he shares with us this, this avenue for life and love in a way to be alive, sitting in the middle of a dry desert, becoming alive again. And we sometimes still decide, I would just rather do it my way, not knowing that in a day and a half, we're going to shrivel up and die and somebody's going to throw the money back in our face like Judas. I mean, his plan was poor. But there's a reason why he chose it. He could see the end to his plan. If I do this now, I can get this. And at least it's evidently going to go bad. Because I'm hearing the rumors. The real power is coming in now to, to this Jesus. He's been impressive for a season. He's done some stuff. But this real governmental power is now coming in. It's now caving in. So it's probably better if I make my own plans. It's probably better if I make my own plans. And the disciples, they didn't have the plan. This is the crazy part about when you say yes to Jesus. They just had Jesus. They had to say yes to not knowing. Will you follow me? Most encouraging thing, last words, he's going to speak to them. It's going to be hard, but if you don't remain in me, you're going to wither. He likened them to branches that dried up and need to be cut off. Because he knows we will choose our own way. And he asks us with grace and peace and like Jordan said, with kindness He steps into our lives in all these different beautiful ways and says, I'm offering you the best way. Will you receive it? And put down your work tools and put down your vision, vision caster extraordinaire in this room. You better make sure the first part of that vision casting was time with him. Put down your tools, Josh, and let me lead you. You don't know what's coming. You can't see what you'll have to mourn or what you'll have to celebrate. All you get is Jesus. And the, here's the tricky part, for, and I wasn't even planning on saying this, so forgive me. I'm just going to spitball it. They didn't, it didn't go from then to great. It was like right after this conversation, oh, my goodness, they're taking Jesus. One of them cut somebody's ear off. I don't know any Christian that's ever cut anybody's ear off. Jesus heals it like he does. Jesus is taken. Their whole world is shattered. The ones that remain, right, who are going to get their blessing Jesus is taken from them, and they're like a free-for-all in a city, not knowing what to do. One of the dudes denies them a few times. Of course, he knew that and told them, like he did to many of us before we did the dumb thing we just did. You know what's about to happen, right, Donna? You know what's about about to happen, right, Ryan? It's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. It happens. Anytime we decide to remove ourselves from him, the sustainer, the vine, the true vine. Does that make sense? So my prayer for you this year as you start is that you would be a disappointment. Ooh, edgy. (laughs) To the things you need to be a disappointment to. You need to be okay with being a disappointment to the things you need to disappoint. If you're not, you could die in your own work. I'm going to read you a passage in a little bit where Jesus goes to pray early in the morning and disciples show up and they're like, I don't know if you know this, Jesus, but there's people looking for you. Oh, thanks, guys. I had no idea. Which evidently meant the conversations over here were disappointed people needing to be with Jesus, but he made a decision that it was more important for him to be with his father than to do that work at that time. He was okay being a disappointment. You better be okay being a disappointment if you want to be alive for Jesus. Jen, thanks for sharing that. You set boundaries, and she does. 
you're going to be a disappointment, especially if you're thriving in the Lord. People flock to fruit, and it's a good thing, and that's good, but you got to know, like, if you really, like, if this year becomes you abiding in Christ, I'm just warning you, life will change drastically. You will become like a beacon in dark areas, and people will flock to you, and you will need to learn how to say no to the right things like Jesus does, because there's something more important than things that you can accomplish in its presence, the presence of a father. And if you don't have that, I don't know what Jesus would have done. Of course, he was sin-free, but there's got to be a reason why he had to get away to pray. I mean, it wasn't just like he just floated through life and just did everything. He, he created spaces beforehand to make sure that the afterhand was good. And so, I just want to let people off the hook today. Some of you are dabbling in, it's not even like evil things. It's just things, nonsense. And it's totally drying you out. And Jesus is saying, if you could just slow down and be with me. Just slow down and be with me. I'm going to make it all work out. You might, it might feel confusing, but if you remain in me, I promise you fruit will come. That's my prayer for you. My prayer for you this year is that you, you're okay with being a disappointment and that also you make a home in his presence. Everybody say, home in his presence. I love being home. I love, I love getting home, taking off my shoes, getting on my couch, putting on my home clothes. We all have our home clothes, right? I love it. I like to put on a little music. I like to take a couple showers a day. I like to be clean. I like my home environment. When I'm home, it's the best place. That's got to be Jesus this year for us. What if you walk into Jesus and you take off your shoes and you're just home all year? Things are going to be added to your life that you didn't see, that you couldn't plan, and business owner that you couldn't have like, gotten a plan for. Don't alleviate just because you're a good planner. Got to be with Jesus. This has to be first. If it, was, if it had to be first for Jesus and he had to be willing to say no to things, I'm guessing it needs to be first for us, right? So I'm going to read you a passage that you've already heard last year. I knew that this passage was for you guys for this year and for me. So John 15, 1 through 11. If you can pull this up really quickly. You're going to hear this a few times in the next couple weeks. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. I'm just going to pause for a second. There is no branch that doesn't need tending. So there is, there's no branch in this equation that gets through. Does that make sense? The good and the dry. All of them have a gardener. There's no branch in this scenario that's like learned how to garden itself. That's not there. Okay, moving forward. Already you, have, already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is that. Bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my word abide, words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove. Okay, another pause. As much as you want to do good things this year, he wants that for you even more. He wants fruit through you even more than you want it. Like, and he knows how to actually get it through you. Because when it comes through you his way, it brings glory to his Father. 
and the eyes go back to him. So he wants the fruit that you want, the, the, good, the good year. The, this is going to be my new year. Like we all lock into that one scripture. Like this, it's a new day. Like that's our new thing. Like it's all going to be a new season. Awesome. But the only way that works is through him. And he brings things that bring him glory through us. Amen? Okay. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Father, we just ask that you would just really just saturate this, this room and these words and help me not to be too long-winded, but help me to get through what you want me to share. In Jesus' name, amen. So like I said, this was meant to be an encouraging passage for these guys in a tough spot. Jesus mentioned the true vine to them which automatically alludes to other vines. And so when I think about us, it's not that you're not connected to, if, you're, if you just decide, right? And this is the trickiest part about preaching this, is people who really don't want to be connected to the vine for whatever reason, a conversation or a preaching is not going to make you be connected to a vine, right? But you need to know you are connected to a vine. You are connected to something that for you in your mind is promising something. There is a vine. It's just not the true vine. This passage is talking about you connect yourself to the true vine because the true vine will give you what you need. The vine that you are connected to, because if you're not connected to the true vine, you're connected to some vine. Whether it's self-sufficiency or success or sin or habitual addiction, I've been in all those, right? Seasons have gotten me through. There was a, for a while in college, I was connected to the I want to look good vine, so I worked out like crazy. I looked pretty okay. I raked that year, actually. I got, I got this guy. I connected myself. I don't, there's so many things. I could give you like a litany. Definitely addiction. That, that offers an escape, right? Divine of escape. Definitely um, a comparison. If I can beat this pastor at this, maybe that means, right, that vine is going to wither and die. Like, make sure the vine that you're connected to not only is the true vine, but has a gardener. Because the other vines don't have a gardener. You're the gardener. I'm not super good at gardening. I honestly don't even know how to do stuff. I couldn't plant a seed and make anything happen. When I was a youth pastor really close to here, we, we got to, we, at one spot, we got to purchase this house and turn it into a youth house. And um, in front of that youth house, there was this giant line of muscadines and scuppadines, which I'm just being honest with you guys. All the older people are like, yeah, we, I ate those in my grandfather's house. I had no idea what they were. I was like, these are just not, not as good grapes as what they were to me. <laughs> Turns out they were actually better. So first year, we had people from the church like come in and eating off it, and parents would come up. You can take some. Year two, it was like you could you could still see the fruit. There's there's nobody there to tend the vine anymore. Um, so I'm a little disappointed that it's not what I want it to be. The second year, third year, it was like a fight to get a muscadine to get in there. There was no gardener, and I was clueless on how to garden this thing. The whole thing died. There was a guy that lived there that spent like 40 years. Tending that vine. It's my fault. I'm just realizing his dream. I shattered his scuppadine dream. And listen, the vine still produced fruit. It was really hard to get it off or see it. Like getting fruit off an unkept vine, you're, you're going to get stung by something. You're going to get bit by something. You're gonna, there's briars every time. I like... I'd go in, I knew it was going to be an hour ordeal, and I needed to be ready 
for whatever fight was coming because I was getting some. But you, you need to make sure as you enter this year, there's, there's a vine being offered to you. If you're hearing this, I don't believe any of you are the dry branches. I'm just going to throw that out there. Maybe that's not theologically correct. If you're hearing this, if you're in a church, I believe the voice of the Holy Spirit is strong enough to say, I can graft you in even if you feel dead. I can, I can tether you to this vine. But you get to choose if you'll remain in his love, in his vine, or if you'll remain on the one that you're already on. So it's really tricky. Like, do you, get to, do you want to see what he does in your life this year? Or do you want to do what you do in your life this year? And I want to see what he does in my life this year. I don't care what that looks like. And so I hope that's what you want too. I'm all over the place. Um, all right, so the promise of remaining in the vine is that there's going to be much fruit. Um, we already talked about carriage house. We talked about all these things. For your lives, there's going to be much fruit. Um, the best fruit, like I talked about the vine that doesn't have a gardener. The very best fruit will come from vines that has a gardener. The very best fruit, the most easily accessible, does come from vines that have an actual gardener. And for us, we have the gardener. We have him here with us. And when I start to like list the fruit of the Spirit, I, I, I'll just be honest with you. Maybe I shouldn't say this as a pastor, but it's disappointing. Like, awesome. I get patience. Super. Nobody like, we don't go after those things, right? We want tangible goals with tangible victories where we conquer mountains and climb Everest spiritually. And we see 78 people healed this week. And I'm not throwing any stones at that. We don't have goals like, let me long suffer. We don't have goals like, you know, let me, even just joy, like we want it, but do we really want, do we even know what sustainable joy is over a period of time where it's in good and bad? Do we crave those things? Can you pull up Galatians 5, 22 through 23? So when I, when I personally was planning to speak to you on these, I was disappointed in these. Like, who am I to even be disappointed? But that's just the natural thing that came up. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Who prays, let me be faithful this year? That's not, uh, honestly, like, better job, better money, let me be a better Christian, let me be faithful this year. Gentle. Okay, come on. Who's ever prayed, let me be gentle? Self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So I started to think about it, though. The very best things that's ever happened in my life. I'm just being honest, no, thrown, no stones against conferences. I'd, I never had an awesome conference experience with 72 million people in a gathering singing whatever most popular Christian singer song. I never had. Many people did. For me, it never was. I never planned something so well that in the event, it, it offered to me what I planned. I never did. Every good and perfect gift I've ever received that was sustainable and lasted over a period of time and changed me happened through people that walked in these or through situations that produced these. And so this year, we say things like, this will be my best year ever. If this is coming out of us as a church and as an individual, you can't control the gifts that will come around it. The family that I thought of when I thought of this, and I'm just going to brag on them for a minute because they walk in such, they walk in the spirit, they believe in the gifts, they believe in all the crazy stuff, and it's good. But they walk in the fruit, and it's like never stopping. I just want to, I'm going to highlight Alita and Justin and the 11 other people that live with you that are part of other families. <laughs> and anybody who's ever lived with them or will live with them, 
and the missionaries that live with you, we literally, I asked them on Saturday, can we have our elders, our leadership, and our staff come to your house? Your house is just, if you walk in their house, you're like, Jesus is here. I don't even, he could be over there. It's like you just, you know. I show up at their house at 930 early. Every one of their family members is walking and praying. For, not like just a, like they've been doing that. We show up. We have our staff meeting. We have our prayer. And we have to be out a little early because there's a worship night coming. So they have a worship night last night and somebody gets healed. Just part of what happens, right? Like, but they had to be done with that and be here this morning because there's a church meeting in their house right now. What the what? And the only reason I say that is because in them, I just want to honor fruit. I don't want to honor gift. God will use gifts. I want to honor this fruit because in fruit, he gets the glory, Alita and Justin. He gets the glory. And the people that have gathered around your life, there are half this church is here because they've met you guys. Because you guys have let the sustainable presence of Jesus produce fruit that is from him. And I'm so thankful for you. But I see you guys as a picture for our entire church this year. That we can be fruit bearers because we're willing to bear this kind of fruit. So that he can bring the carriage houses and the St. Phillips and the missionaries living and the people you'll send. And the person that we'll never hear about that you touch that their whole world is shattered in a good way. I mean, I got news that our recovery group had like a revival a month ago. Just, I just want to see the things God wants to see. So we have to start, and it starts with you and him. It's not me for you. It's, it's no more the Old Testament. I'm not a Saul. I'm not called to be that for you. I'm a pastor. I help facilitate you into growth through the Holy Spirit. That's what it is. So it's your job to sit at this table, and this table has been set for you. It's been set for 2,017 years, and he's asking you, come sit with me. I have a better way. I offer you a better way. It's a place of life. It's going to be dangerous and scary, and there are going to be turns, and you're going to have to say yes to things you don't want to say yes to, and you're going to have to say no to the wrong things, and you're going to be a disappointment, but you're going to have Jesus, and that is all you need. And that is everything that you need. And if you do, he promises that there is joy and there is peace. It is the byproduct of his presence where fruit is produced. And you'll not even know who's taking the fruit. You'll not even know because he'll get the glory. So everybody close your eyes with me. Hey, God, um, if I have any other goal right now in me, and I know that I have sneaky goals and I can be super Christian that appears to be really polished at times, even in humor, I can make it seem like I'm not, I can still be fake. I don't want to be that. I can be falsely humble. Forgive me for that. I just want you today to not let there be any goal in me bigger than being with you. And if there's people in this church that feel like they need to just accomplish one more thing, I pray that they sense the spirit that you had with Peter when you told him you had to wash his feet. And I pray that they would sense the spirit you had with Peter after he had failed when you looked into his eyes and said, I still love you. And that we would become your rock for this city, starting with Abba, being with us. So worship if you could come up. If you could pull up um, Mark 1, 35 through 37. And rising very early in the morning. And listen, the morning represents a hard time to get away. 
But the key here, it's going to be hard to get away. You need to do it. While it was still dark, and he departed and went out to, to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And they found him and said, everyone is looking for you. As you stand with me. God, I pray that you give us a big, it's okay to let all of the thems fade into the background for you right now. This doesn't mean we become bad people, rude people, jerks. It's not, it's not a way to ac accuse people. It's a way to say that this is more important right now and I need this if I'm going to love you well. Let us have the spirit that you had that morning when you said no to things for your father for our whole year. Let, this, let us have a picture. And as you guys are standing, if, if it helps to close your eyes, I felt like I was supposed to challenge you. And you can bring up John 15, 26 through 27, just with your eyes closed. This passage ends with the most important part, I believe. The disciples didn't know this was coming, but this happened for the disciples. But when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you will also bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. The helper is the Holy Spirit who gives you the ability to even understand. Not just do, but understand what's happening right now. So with our eyes closed, we create a space right now to say, we definitely need the helper if the disciples did. And we need you to guide us into this secret place, and si silent place and create a space. So I'm challenging you. This is your challenge. How are you to be with the Father this week? How are you to abide in his love? How are you going to be able to disappoint to say yes to the right thing that's Jesus. Just spend some time for the next few moments in his presence. for people who want prayer. Prayer team's here. Prayer team's there. If you're a couple and you need prayer, we're going to have prayer here for you. Um, if you're brand new and you need uh, some questions answered, Jordan's in the back. He's going to be in the front room in the connections room. Um, Father, I just thank you for every good gift from above, and I thank you for this community that Sarah and I needed this week and you provided. And I just pray that this week we would go with you and that you would go with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you again for joining us today, and please visit our website at rivercitysmyrna.com.